Hello and welcome to the February Richmond Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. I'm the District Administrator, Jeff Weiss. With us today is our principal, Ms. Santhram, our gifted and talented coordinator and personalized learning coach, Mrs. Held. We also have two very special guests with us, two of our students who participate in our Future Cities and Fluid Power competitions, Alex Kaluka and Autumn Tremel. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We have a couple of updates to share with our listeners. The first one regards our trimester grading reminders. Trimester 2 report card that will be coming out in the second week in March will include assessments from the first semester electives. The second trimester runs through March 9th. Our third trimester report cards will include assessments for our second semester electives. This is part of the change that we were making when we went from our quarter reporting to our trimester reporting. Uh, the second item that we'd like to share with you involves school safety. Ms. Santhram? Yes, I'd like to acknowledge important aspects regarding our overall school safety procedures and trainings. First of all, Richmond School has a crisis plan that was developed and is reviewed annually by the Waukesha County Police Department. We also have daily safety checks. An example would include walking around the building and making sure doors are locked and secured. Students are also learning about safety procedures and safe choices through our guidance classes. Our staff has all been trained in what's called the ALICE training. This was done by the Waukesha County Police Department. ALICE stands for Alert, Lockdown, Inform, counter, evacuate. Alice is not a complete procedure. It's a set of general recommendations that meets the needs of each building. The belief around Alice training is that information is key to making informed decisions. Teachers also have choices. It allows teachers to choose and make the best choice in the middle of the situation, whether it is to lock down in a classroom or to evacuate. State statute requires schools to participate in lockdown drills at least twice a year. Mr. Weiss? Thank you, Mrs. Anthem. We also have quite a bit happening on our Board of Education front as well. This April, there are two seats up for election. Vice President Laura Braden is not running for re-election this spring, which creates an opening on the board, as well as Mr. Brian O'Donnell is up for re-election as well. In addition to Mr. O'Donnell, Ms. Sarah Grooms, Mr. Mike Reagan, and Ms. Lori Wolfile are running for the two seats that are available on the Board of Education. The PTO will be hosting a candidate forum on March 5th in the LMC. Uh, please watch our newsletter for updates. This is an opportunity for our families to get a chance to hear the candidates' views on various issues going on around the school. There will be an opportunity for audience members to ask questions as well during this time. And again, more information can be found in our newsletter as we get closer to the date. In our last podcast, we highlighted the girls' basketball season. This month, the boys' basketball season is well underway. Games are played after school at 4.30, 5.30, and sometimes at 6.30. Regular season games began on January 25th and run through the end of the month. We wish our boys' basketball teams all the best of luck in the upcoming tournament and with their regular season. Uh, With that, I'd like to introduce Mrs. Held, as I said earlier, our project personalized learning coach, as well as our gifted and talented coordinator, who is here to talk um, and share more information about our Future Cities Empower Challenge opportunities. Yes, these are extensions opportunities that are offered at Richmond to our highly able or gifted students, and they address academic and social needs that go beyond what's offered in the regular classroom. These are offered during our charge-up time each day when our students get what they need. The two opportunities we're going to share with you today are newer to Richmond. The first one is the Future City Program. We have students participating in that program for the first time this year. And the second program is the Fluid Power Challenge, and this is our second year that we're participating in 
that program, and that started again this January. So now I'd like to turn it over to the students. They're going to tell you about these two programs. Hi, I'm Alex Kluka. And I'm Autumn Tremel. And we're here to share our firsthand experiences with these programs. The Future City Program challenges middle school students to build cities of the future. We had two middle school teams at Richmond, each with nine students. We were both on the eighth grade team. This year, the theme was the age-friendly city. As a team, we had to decide on one major issue that the aging or senior citizens faced. Then we had to come up with two innovative solutions that allowed our future city senior citizens to be as active and independent as they want to be. We had to do plenty of research and a lot of discussing before we reached our decisions and came up with solutions. We even had a business mentor and she knew a lot about working and building designs for the elderly. She came in and met with us and answered all of our questions. So first we created a virtual city design using the SimCity software. Then we wrote a 1,500 word essay that explained all of the different parts of our city. Some of the examples of what we put in the essay are the clean energy resources we used and the zoning of our city. Finally, we built a scale model of the city. We used all kinds of recycled materials and even created a moving Hyperloop model. Using our school's 3D printer, we finished up the model but did not head to the competition this year because we just ran out of time. Instead, we presented our model and solutions to our classmates. I think Future City really challenges your patience. You have to complete certain elements at certain times and your team has to approve. It's fast-paced, but exciting at the same time. Once you accomplish one thing, you move to the next and you feel proud, not just of yourself, but of your team. It makes you want to keep going. I like creating our city and I didn't want the mania to end. Future City at times seems like a test of time management. To get everything done in time, your team has to work together and break off into groups. Everyone has to pitch in and at some times, everyone has to work on just one portion. However, even though it's a lot of work, Future City is a great experience. I learned so much from doing Future City and I'm proud of what we accomplished. I recommend this program to anyone who wants to challenge themselves. The next program is the Fluid Power Challenge. National Fluid Power Association, NFPA, Fluid Power Challenge is hosted by Price Engineering and the workshop and competition is held at WCTC in Pewaukee. We start out the year by learning all about fluid power and how it is used all around us. Who would have guessed that a garbage truck powered by hydraulics was really fluid power? Next, we formed engineering teams. Actually, the teachers assigned the teams. I guess they might know who might work well together. And we began building various prototype machines powered by fluid power. It was really just water that we pushed through plastic tubing by syringes. The pressure of this water movement is what created the power. It was amazing. This is our chance to practice how to build various components that we may use in our competition machine. We are using saws and drills and, of course, wearing our safety glasses. On March 2nd, our six Richmond teams will head to WCTC for the day to attend a fluid power engineering workshop sponsored by Price Engineering. We will learn all about fluid power and we will have a chance to do some building. Finally, we will be given the specific challenge for this year. Each team leaves with building materials, tools, and the directions to create this year's challenge machine. Now the work begins. We have five weeks to build our machine. Last year, it had to move an object from one side of platform to the other. The design was up to us to create. We even met with an engineer who visited us at our school in the middle of the project to check in and help us. It was certainly crunch time, but all the teams finished and we headed back to WCTC to compete. It was crazy with the judges watching us and counting each time we moved the peg. Some of the machines didn't work exactly and they needed a little help. We were just happy it worked. Our Richmond all-girls team took second place. We are so proud of them. So this year we are really excited to try our luck again. Well, not luck exactly. Um, we're happy to put our skill and knowledge to the test. But it all has to wait until Friday, April 13th, 
that's the big day. Let's hope that Friday the 13th is lucky for all of us. I think fluid power is a very liberating experience. It pushes you to your limits cooperatively and inventively. You get to work with many people with varying personalities and ideas. When working, everybody has a job. Everybody is busy gluing or reading directions or putting things together. There's never a dull moment. We learned so much from our experience in Fluid Power. The experience challenges you and teaches you a lot. I got to learn engineering skills and have a lot of fun working with my friends on this challenge. The competition at WCTC was also a great experience. We got to meet other teams from different schools and see many new designs and ideas that we had never thought of. Well, thank you, girls. So this is our second year that we've been awarded the National Fluid Power Education Grant of $500. So that has certainly helped pay for Fluid Power at our school. We've used the money for kits and materials and for transportation. This final STEM experience has been an amazing opportunity for our Richmond engineers. It really is a great program. And when I walk through and I get a chance to go into the classrooms and just see and hear all of the talk and all of the activity that's going on, I just think that's great stuff. That's I, that's the type of stuff that makes education fun. Uh, ladies, can I ask you a question? What is the most exciting thing that you've learned from this or mo- the most exciting experience you've had with either the future cities or with the fluid power competition? Well, I, for one, I really like seeing what other people come up with in all these competitions because it's really great to build your own thing, but it's way more fun to see all of the different things that people have come up with to do the exact same thing that you are doing. Yeah, that's great. And that really is the power of collaboration and how we learn is learning from others all the time. Alex, does anything come to mind with the future cities or with the fluid power at all? Well, in both, you work with many different people and they all have different ideas. And like Autumn said, it's really cool to see everything come together, especially when you're all working on different pieces. Yep, that's great. Thank you so much for coming, ladies, and thank you, Mrs. Held, for uh, championing these two projects. You're welcome. And uh, good luck at the competition. Best of luck, ladies. Should be exciting. It will be. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the Richmond February podcast. I'd like to thank Ms. Santhrum, Mrs. Held, Autumn, and Alex. Thank you so much for joining us and talking about your experiences with Fluid Power in Future Cities. And on behalf of everyone at Richmond School, we would like to thank you for tuning in and listening to our podcast and for supporting Richmond School. Go Chargers!